Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gospel lesson begins with the disciples admiring the holy temple and its surrounding buildings. They were so enthralled by what man could build, what man could do. And they said to Jesus in their excitement, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones, what wonderful buildings. And Jesus took this moment of admiration of temporal things built by men and turned it into a lesson about eternal things that have to do with God. Jesus said to them, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Mankind, including you and I, we tend to find our worth in things that we do, the things that we accomplish, buy, or build. Herod, he was considered a great king based on the temple that he built the palaces that he erected, and other architectural wonders that he made that were set in stone. And in our time, we put faith in the wealth of our economy. If the economy is strong, then we think that all is right with the world. On a more personal level, we find our self-worth in degrees that we earn, cars that we drive, Phones that we use, we store away in the money that we store away in the homes that we build. But just as Jesus said, the stones of the temple came down, Herod's palaces, his architectural wonders, they've turned to dust. And the stability of our economy, it's based, it's now based on our ability to borrow enough money to pay for our monthly bills. And personally, the degrees that we earn, the cars that we drive, the phones we use, the money that we store away, the homes that we build, it will all come crumbling down as well. Even this building and the addition that we plan to start, it will all turn to dust. Absolutely nothing built by our hands will last forever. We need something more to trust in than this world that continues to crumble. Now the disciples were astonished that, his, that the, their teacher would say that the temple, which seemed to stabilize the Hebrew community, would one day fall. What happens if that falls? My world would come crumbling down. So as Jesus sat on the Mount of the Olives opposite of the temple, you can see them there looking out over the temple. Peter and James and John and Andrew, they asked him privately. They came and they sat down beside Jesus. Tell us, when will these things be? When will this temple that we're looking at right now, when will it fall? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? 
And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am he. And they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation, it will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. As Jesus looks on, he begins to paint a picture of this bleak, dying world with his words. Everyone is seeking power, clamoring after one another. There are wars and terrorist attacks, like the terrible things that we saw in Paris just this last week. Nations continue to rise against nation in search for power. And under the weight of man's sin, the earth quakes People starve. There is pain. There is suffering. But this, it is not the end. Jesus says these are but the beginning of the birth pains. And what comes after the pains of birth? New life. So Jesus reminds his disciples not to be scared not to go running to created things for shelter in this storm. He says, see that no one leads you astray. He bids them stay, abide, continue with me. Even as buildings crumble, even as blood is shed and nations rise and fall, only Jesus lasts forever. You see, when Christ had offered for all times a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. The writer of Hebrews continues, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean of an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, we have nothing to fear. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised, he is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as the day is drawing near. Even as the world falls, we are not afraid. We draw near to God with confidence because Jesus has washed our sins away. And no falling building, no crashing economy, or bankrupt checkbook is stronger than our God. We stay, continue, abide in Jesus even as the world falls. 
even though we walk through this valley of shadow of death, we fear no evil, for thou art with us. Thou art with us in the reading and hearing of the gospel. Thou, O Lord, art with us in the table of your body and blood. Thou art with us in the still waters of baptism. And thou art with us in the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Jesus continued his teaching to his disciples. He said, be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and father his own child. And children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. I can just imagine these four guys of no account, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, There's nothing special about these guys. And here Jesus is telling them that they will be standing before kings, governors, councils to testify of God's love for the world in Jesus Christ. But the entire world wants to shut out the gospel even though Jesus is what the world truly needs. The disciples would preach this gospel for the sake of those who would believe, even though it would mean their physical deaths, all saving John. They faced terrible circumstances, and yet, when the time came, they were not afraid. They continued to preach the word, and the church, the people of God, continued to gather, grow, and increase in number. The devil, the world, and man's own sinful nature, it cannot stop the word of God, nor the church who abides, stays, and continues in that word who was made flesh for us. The end will come, but we're not afraid. For Jesus, he is the Alpha He is the Omega. He is the first and he is the last. He alone is the one who endures to the end. Nothing we build, achieve, earn, own, or discover with science will endure to the end. But thanks be to God, the church, who was made the body of the everlasting Christ, 
it will endure. In him you endure to the end, and these birth pains that we see in this fallen world will give way to joy and everlasting life. Look look beyond what you see. The scriptures read, For I consider that the suffering of this present time, they are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of the living God. And you are all sons of God through faith. For in baptism, you put on Christ. What a great promise that is. Now until that day when Jesus returns for you, we pray the Holy Spirit who called you by the gospel and enlightened you with his gifts would sanctify and keep you with Jesus Christ in the one true faith so that on that last day when he raises you and all the dead, you will receive eternal life with all believers in Christ. Amen.